welcome to episode 16 of the Burning Bush podcast, where we share the message of the Bible while enjoying a good cigar. Hope everyone's having a great week, and uh, thanks for checking out the podcast this week. And before we get going, I just wanted to mention uh, a new ministry that I'm involved with uh, that I just found a couple weeks ago. It's uh, started by uh, a guy named Steve Wiggins. And if any of you uh, were into Christian music back in the 90s, uh, you would recognize that name. He was the lead singer uh, for a band, a, a Christian rock band called Big Tent Revival, which was one of my favorite Christian bands back then, still is to this day. Um, really great music, and I'd encourage anybody to check him out who's interested in Christian rock. After Steve left Big Tent Revival, He was the worship pastor at a a few churches, including Greg Laurie's church in Riverside, Harvest Church in uh, Riverside, California. And uh, he just left a church in Tennessee. Him and his wife live in Tennessee. And uh, he started a new ministry called Groundworks Ministries. What they do is they put out a Bible study, a daily Bible study, every day. And uh, you can go to their website and sign up and get uh, notified every morning when the new study goes up and uh, he does a uh, online Bible study on Facebook as well he has a couple of Facebook groups uh, Tuesday I think there's a there's a Tuesday morning and a Tuesday night Bible study and a Wednesday morning and Wednesday evening Bible study and he teaches live once a week on the Tuesday and Wednesday night uh, Bible studies on Facebook so you can follow along there so I'd highly encourage you to check them out. They're at groundworksministries.com. And I'll put a link in the show notes. So uh, it'd be really great if everybody could check them out and uh, support them. It's a great work. So let's get into this week's cigar. This week I'm smoking the Foundation Cigars Charter Oak Maduro. I'm smoking the Toro, which is a 6x52. This is a really good cigar um, that I found a few months back. Uh, it's a great everyday smoke. It's it's a budget smoke. It's not not uh, outrageously expensive. It can uh, fit well in most people's budgets, and it kind of reminds me of uh, the Drew Estate Undercrown, which is no surprise since uh, Nick Melillo, who's the the uh, founder of of uh, Foundation Cigars, used to be the master blender at Drew Estate. So I'll go ahead and go to their website and read uh, all about the Charter Oak cigars. It says, The perfect everyday and every occasion cigar. Charter Oak cigars hail from the same fertile valley in Connecticut that Native Son and Master Blender Nick R. Agua, a.k.a. Nick Melillo, was born and raised. Charter Oak cigars feature some of the most prized and sought-after Cuban seed leaf varieties from the exquisite Esteli and Jalapa regions of Nicaragua. The cigars are then wrapped in a silky, beautiful Connecticut shade wrapper and a Sumatran binder for a balanced, medium-bodied smoke. Or if one prefers a hearty and rich Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, which I do, leaving you with the perfect everyday and every occasion cigar. Charter Oak also pays tribute to Melillo's grandfather, who, while earning a modest salary working for the Winchester Repeating Arms Factory after World War II, smoked exclusively broadleaf cigars manufactured by F.D. Graves on State Street. 
And the sizes are the Grande, which is a 6x60, the Toro, 6x52, Lonsdale, 6 and a quarter by 42, Rothschild, 4 and a quarter by 50, and the Petite Corona, 4 and a quarter by 42. And that's the information on the uh, Charter Oak Maduro from the uh, Foundation Cigars website, which is linked in the show notes. Now that we've got the cigar business taken care of, let's go ahead and get back into Mike Heiser's book, What Does God Want? And the reading for this week from Chapter 4 is entitled, Fixing More Than the Fall. Because God became a man in Jesus, he could die. That was important because death could only be defeated by resurrection. You can't have resurrection without a prior death. Since Jesus was also God, he had the power to bring himself back to life. John 10, 17-18 Since the death of Jesus was God's plan, God knew from before the foundation of the world that he would raise Jesus from the dead. Acts 2, 23-24 and 32, 3, 15, 10, 40, and Galatians 1, 1. Because of the resurrection, our distance from God was bridged. Death was overcome. Those were the effects of the rebellion in Eden. The Adam and Eve problems, caused by the temptation of the serpent, Satan, were solved. Everyone who believes that Jesus' death and resurrection provided forgiveness of sin and everlasting life will be in God's family forever. Romans 4, 16 through 25, 8, 10 through 11, 10, 9 through 10, and 1 Corinthians 6, 14. Once Jesus rose from the dead, he had to return, ascend, to heaven. Jesus ascended to heaven and took his throne next to God the Father. Mark 16, 19, John 20, 17, Colossians 3, 1, and Hebrews 12, 2. This was a precursor to sending the Holy Spirit, who would indwell believers. Acts 2.33 and Romans 8.9-11 Jesus had to leave so the Spirit could come. John 14.25-26, 15.26, and Luke 24.49 The coming of the Spirit was the fulfillment of the new covenant described by Jeremiah and Ezekiel. Jeremiah 31, 31 31-34, and Ezekiel 36, 22-28. It would be the Spirit who would provide victory over depravity, Galatians 5, 16-17, and whose works would be greater than Jesus' own, John 14, 12. Jesus knew his death and resurrection were key to the new covenant coming to pass. This is why at the Last Supper, Jesus told the disciples that his blood was the blood of the covenant poured out for them. Matthew 26, 28, Mark 14, 24, and Luke 22, 20. Once Jesus ascended back to heaven and the Spirit descended to earth, humanity was not helpless against depravity. The bottom line 
is that for God to clean up the problems with having a human family, the perpetual failures and rebellions, he had to become a man and fulfill all the terms of the covenants himself. Think about my original question in this book. What does God want? He wants you. And he sent his unique son to earth as Jesus to fix the problem of death and sin, to fulfill his covenants with humanity so he could bring you home forever. God joined the human family. There was no other way. There are a lot of reasons why the gospel has nothing to do with our behavior, earning God's love and salvation. This is the biggest of them. It's insane to think our imperfect behavior could ever be adequate. The coming, death, and resurrection of Christ would never have been necessary if we could earn salvation. And that's the end of that section of Mike Heiser's book entitled Fixing More Than the Fall. So that'll do it for this week. And again, I'd urge you to take advantage of the uh, links in the show notes. Check out Mike Heiser's author page, all of his books. A lot of knowledge there. And also uh, check out Groundworks Ministries and help support uh, Steve Wiggins and his wife in their new ministry endeavor. Uh, I think it's really worthwhile, and I'm all on board with it. So check it out if you'd like. And until next week, have a great day, have a great cigar, and God bless.